This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! I die. I gotta get to London. I gotta see the the pyramids before I die. Not me, buddy. Clearwater, Florida. I needed to get here before I die, and thank God I made it, buddy. How you doing, pal? I really hope. I really hope you just woke up the entire hotel. Like, <laughs> That's what I was going for. It was pretty That's aggressive, yo. Uh, given that it's 11 a.m. down there, yes, uh, it is. you are you are staying in a hotel with other yes, patrons. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, outside there. Oh, you get a little deck little area. podium. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Uh, you get to see the ocean. I mean, uh, listen. Uh, I gotta say, uh, I'm living totally vicariously through you. Like I, <laughs> I know you are. i'm not always like a big check-in on how people are doing guy yeah. uh i've texted james like three times for like nine hours and i just keep he saying how's clear yeah well he texted me like yesterday morning was like how's Clearwater?" i'm like dude the flight doesn't leave for like four hours <laughs> like you've been all over so it so jealous i'm so jealous um but it's just uh, hilarious because you were here what uh oh uh, like Literally, like ten days ago, you were here. It's like, oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Well, of you ten days ago. One day, one day, I'm just gonna take off the entire month and just live down yeah. there. Yeah, we both will. One, yeah. one day, we're gonna, we are gonna convince our boss Rod Lakin. Mm-hmm. One day down the road, we're laying the groundwork now. Hey, you know, high hopes, good pod. We bring it on down the road. We're gonna be like Rod. Listen, you know what it's time for? High hopes month. Yeah, spring training. Like, yep. Send us to Clearwater for a month. Let us cover everything. Let us be there. It's it's gotta happen. It has to. We have a new life goal. Now that I've made it to Clearwater, Jack, my next goal is to make it here for a much longer period of time with you. Yeah, and, and get you know fans of Philly involved. I'm sure that'd be this. We're, we're starting to figure this whole thing out. Money maker. See, look at you. Yeah. See, that's why you're that's why you're the best in the business, right? Just there. always thinking. Um, no, but uh, so obviously I'm very jealous, but also I'm very happy. That for the first time in your in your <laughs> fifty five years of life, ancient, yeah, exactly. You, I mean, I, you are getting close to retirement age. I mean, that is <laughs> yes, it right. is a retirement yes. community down there. So I'm glad <laughs> that you are seeing uh, other elder people. Um, but listen, you get to see Baker Ballpark completely filled. You get to see some uh, some spring training baseball. Unfortunately, the U.S. team is too good, so none of the players are back yet. That that you I know. know. I so I was wondering about that. I was wondering, do you think if Trey Turner knew that I was going to be here, and that if he'd not come through in that game, he could have met me? That maybe he wouldn't have, you know, tried so hard. I think that's a fair way to look about it, um, a fair way to go about it. Um, But at the same time, the nice part for you is that there's so many storylines when it comes to like, it's like Turner's awesome. Uh, Schwarber's awesome. JT is awesome. But like even listening to Boehm today, it was like, that's one of our guys. Like Boehmer is, is one of our guys. So, well, real quick on Boehm before you move on, Jack, because you are the one person and and I guess the listeners, but you were the one person who could really feel this when he came in and he did the interview and he was really good. Like he did a great job with Joe and John. Like the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, 
bro, you were horrible when you were almost in the minors. When we had Alec Bohm on the pod, it was like he had never spoken before in his life. And now he's cool, calm, collected. You know what else I noticed too? He doesn't look as young anymore. Like the baby fat's kind of gone. Like he's even getting a little chisel in the face. Well, Hands he, said, Bella, Jack. Hands he said Bella. he said with you guys today, he's like, uh, I kind of just got stronger because yeah. I'm getting older. Yeah, uh, he's like, I'm growing into my body, essentially, was what he was implying, you know? Meanwhile, I feel like uh, it's going the opposite for me. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's all taking a big old downturn. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like now, way. like now if I have a couple beers, like uh, like now it's just like I want to stop because I don't want to get too full. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah. Tell- oh, yeah. You tell I think about well, am I gonna be that. able to am I gonna be able to to, to get to wake up tomorrow? Exactly. Two beers? Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like he's filling out and I you know, so I don't totally agree with what he said about like um the you know, swing to, stuff. Yeah, I just I, yeah. I don't I don't really buy it. You know, I think there is a, a more conscious effort to lift the ball a little bit. Um but at the same time, like what he said wasn't totally wrong either, which is like I'm just a hitter. And you know, if it goes over the fence, it goes over the fence. Um, you know, but in just seeing how he's done so far in spring training and, and seeing the ball kind of just jumping off the bat, uh, you know, they, they have a, a really good mix there with him. You know, he, he, he should be 280 to, to 290 with like 25 homers. And, and that's like, I think a realistic expectation, not only just this year, but I think, you know, going forward as well. Yeah, and when you look at the lineup, like that's the exact kind of guy they need. You know, we've got especially once Harper gets back. Once Harper gets back, like you got some pop, man. You got Harper, you got Schwerber, you got Reese, you got guys who can get you a big home run in a big spot. You got some speed at the top of the lineup now with Turner and all that. But like a guy who can handle the bat and and come in and you know poke the ball to right field if you need it. The guy who can come in and say, "All right, we really need you to the fly ball right now." Like like that stuff matters. Being able to control the bat, come through in big situations, especially if we're going to play October baseball again, which we all plan on doing. Like, you know, That's those guys plan. matter. Th- that matters. You know, even the ability to to hit a ground ball to the right side instead of the left side. Like whatever that is, like people who can handle the bat matter and and we got one in Trey Turner coming too, which is thrilling obviously, and he'll just beat it out to either side anyway. But but seriously, I do think that that is something like not only is it is it thrilling, you know, after watching his progression to, to see the type of hitter that we always thought Bohm could be, you know, turning into that. But I actually think it's a bat that really is is necessary for the way this lineup is constructed. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I think as we go along here, I- I'm sure at the beginning of the season, they'll keep him down, you know, in the minors or not in the minors. They'll keep him down like in the, in the, <laughs> the uh, Freudian you were distracted slip. there for a second. Yeah. Was, yeah, I know that. No, but like I think they'll, they'll keep him probably down maybe six, seven ish in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just have this feeling that as the season goes along, I think he's going to continue to work his way up um, towards the top of it, and I think he's going to be a, a, a real difference maker. Um, and I keep trying to think of like what the lineup's going to look like when when Harper's back, and like selfishly, I want Harper batting too. Um, you know, because it, it would go Turner, Harper, and then whoever you want to put in three, and then Schwarber um, four. It's like let's go. Like I just think that makes sense. Yeah, but like they they don't seem very uh you know keen on the idea of doing that. I think Schwarber is uh, going to be the two hitter, and unless it doesn't like work out, like I think it's going to be Turner Schwarber. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, yeah, I think it's going to be Turner Schwarber, but uh, until Harper's back. Because right. like maybe maybe when Harper's back, you know they they do put him there. Because like I, I I still I know lineup construction wise, batting him four 
makes sense in a way. I, do, I just hate the idea that Harper's not going to bat in the first inning. Yeah. He has to bat two or three for me. He has to. And, and I don't want to go lefty back-to-back, so I don't want to go Turner, Schwarber, Harper. Um, so maybe they can go, you know, like Turner, JT, someone else in the tool, and then Harper three. Like that or could Boehm. that could work. Boom down the road. Is that where you're going with this? Because I think Boom and the two always could absolutely work. Well, and if, and if we're if we're looking for the correct mix of uh you know put the bat on the ball, not strike out, uh, with a with the ability to, to drive the ball out of the ballpark. I mean, Boom and the two hole could eventually work. Um, you know, I was actually thinking Boom and the three hole. <laughs> so you're thinking go Turner. Harper, Boom, Schwarbs. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And yeah. then because the fifth guy is going to be Reese or Cassie House or wherever it is in that moment, then you got to write it there. And then, Probably So many hitters. Oh, we dude. got so many hitters, dude. This uh, is unbelievable. Well, and I was thinking about this last night, actually. I, so uh, I've done this thing when watching Trey Turner where I keep forgetting he's a Philly. Mm-hmm. And he hits the ball in the ballpark in the, in the game Saturday night. And it was like, Dude, that's our guy for the next 11 years. Um, but when I keep looking at the lineup and I look at the roster top to bottom and I look at the rotation, bullpen, like what they have assembled on paper is what I believe is the best Phillies roster I've ever seen. Wow. Like I I know 11 had the three aces, but like it was Stutes, Bastardo, Madsen, you know, like in the back end of the bullpen, uh, you had a lineup at that point that was kind of starting to taper off. I mean, they weren't as as lethal no, as they were in they in 07 to, to 10. Ryan Howard, it was the last year of Ryan Howard's career, essentially, yeah. you know, last year of peak Howard. Um, you know, so you look at the bullpen, the bullpen's way better. The lineup, I think, is comparable, if not better. And With I think that- there, I think you could argue it's better. I do. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but we just mentioned, I mean, like you're getting to like the eight hitter before you're not, you're getting to like a guy who isn't an, like an all-star or boom, you know, it's, it's, it, this is nuts. I mean, just you run off the guys. I mean, Turner, Schwarber, Harper, Romuto, Hoskins, you know, Castellanos will see, but if you can bounce back, like all six of those guys are like all-star caliber players or all-star caliber bats, you know? And then you got boom, you got, st- I mean, it's, it's, it's so deep and so good, Jack. I know. I know. Uh, and, 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 you know, when you, when you say something like Castellanos batting eighth is like some big, you know, slap in the face in a way, like sure. But at the same time, like it's, it's sort of where it all, <laughs> where it all makes sense. Like if, if you round up the lineup with Stott, Castellanos, Marsh, and then back to Turner. That's probably the like that's probably the best lineup from day one. Um, like Hall will make his way up there because he probably went on lefty a little bit earlier. Um, Reese will be up there. But like the fact that realistically they could have Castellanos bet eight or whatnot as a 309, 34 home run guy before the year before last, you know, is uh is is just insane. And um in the Heyman article. The other day where he talked about, um, you know, there's people around baseball that think Harper's me back in May. 
Um, and it was another like longtime scout that said when when he's back, like that lineup is just insane. When we we had uh, earlier in the off seasons, uh, someone said that compared it to the '90s uh, Cleveland Indians teams, which Ooh. is it's such a big comp. That's like, it, a massive comp. I mean, it's those all were... big comps, but yeah. you know, like hopefully it all works out. But man, it's it's hard not to to have that feeling when you just look at these these guys on paper and you look at the back of the baseball card and you look what they've done before and you look at how they can get better. Like Marsh could get better, Stock could get better, Marsh Bonk will. Get better. Yeah, I think those guys will get better. They yeah. will. Um, you know, and the one thing that's going to be interesting for me is like, let's say Castellanos gets off to a cold start. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, I think, I think batting him in the eighth hole, like from day one would be a mistake just because he, he seems like a confidence guy. And oh I think yeah. You gotta, you gotta put him higher to start. You just have to just, I agree just, with you. just let him bat for and, and hope that he can, he mm -hmm. he's starting to turn it around a little bit in spring training. Um, I'll say that, but you know, I think this whole idea of like, let's start Castellanos in the eight hole. I, I think that would do more harm than good. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Topper will do that. I think we saw it through the playoffs last year. Look, I mean, we, everyone on the planet was saying back Castellanos eight or ninth, and he still didn't do it in the playoffs, even last season. So I think coming into this season with the, the, the pedigree and the resume, um, I think he'll absolutely be more towards the top of the lineup. But, you know, I mean, again, it is. It's thrilling. It's thrilling to think about this lineup and turning it over and no weak spots. And, you know, when you're talking about, you know, Stott, Castellanos, and Marsh potentially as your the, the very bottom of your order, I mean, and, and the, the way these guys complement each other, I mean, you have, you know, pure hitters, you've got power hitters, you've got speed. It just, this lineup gives you everything you could look for in a, in a lineup, you know? And, and I think that's, that's incredibly important, the way the team is constructed. And then, oh, by the way, you know, what we keep talking about, it's something Bohm talked about again today, but all these dudes love each other and all these dudes like playing with each other and they're going to fuel off each other. They're going to feed off each other and they're going to be fans in the stands that they're feeding off of. I just think, I think that the potential for this team, Jack, is obviously it's winning the World Series, but like, I do think it's really, really high for this group of guys. And look, I thought, you know, we had John Middleton on the show today, which is something I've literally never been able to say before <laughs> in my life. That's pretty neat. Um, we had John Middleton on the show today. And, you know, he, he, I know he had said a, a similar quote. Um, I can't remember what article it was, but, um, you know, it made the rounds athletic or something like that. It was in an article, uh, uh, you know, a few months ago. But he said it on the show again, and, and it was, uh, you know, talking about his goals for the team. And he had two lines that stuck out. The first one was, you know, when I talk to this team, if I say I want you to win a World Series, he's like, that's not good enough. He's like, this team should win multiple World Series. And he said, when I look back, when you look back at the history of baseball, when you talk about the great teams in the history of the sport, he's like, I want this Phillies team to be on that. Like, that is such a grandiose and lofty thing to say and a goal to have. And, and again, they have to go out and prove it and stuff. But like, the pieces are there. The pieces are there for this team to, to do what the Astros just did, to, to win two World Series in a five-year span or whatever, like, they obviously, again, win one, you know, win one. And we would have said the same thing about 08 and they had the chance and all that. But like, but it is, it is really exciting to look at this group of what's here now, the next few years with these guys, pretty much everyone under contract already. Like the, the, the sky is the limit with this group. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, I feel like I've, I, I sound a bit like a broken record, but you know, I've kind of had that feeling all off season where, where it's just like, look at how they are now. Look at how Middleton is is spending money on on big stars, and how 
like underneath the surface, they are just continuing to to build this thing. Um, you know, people freak out about well the starting pitching depth or the or the bullpen the bench depth. spots or the this or the that. Yeah, it's like well, th- there's more coming. Like, you know, when people talk about is Ranger going to make the well, Ranger's going to be in the rotation. Ranger's going to be in the rotation. Yeah, but you know, Painter down, and then it's like Falter, whatever, and like if these guys get hurt, like who's to say that griff doesn't just get hot and and he he everything starts clicking for him that he can come in there and that that raises the level of your team uh mick abel looked good the other day against the against the braves and like it's it's, i feel almost bad for mick because it's like he just gets left behind uh with with andrew painter turning into like a a superstar prospect but like mick abel is a top 40 prospect in baseball right now who reached double a at 21 years old but he has to work. He's not as like flawless as 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 Andrew Painter. He has to work on fastball command. But like, I mean, he's still he's a great. Also, it's a great yeah. point by you, Jack. Like we 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 almost have like just kind of forgotten about Mick Abel because of and rightfully so the the level of greatness as a prospect that Painter has reached and kind of surpassed him. But you're right, man. Like we don't talk nearly enough. I mean, Mick Abel could be a. a uh, one or two in the major leagues, like that's a ceiling. Like he's that talented, you know. Not like a one-one. Not like a. You never know. But like he's like a, he could be a two in the major leagues. Like the guy's legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. So you know, um, when we talk about Dodgers East and we talk about turning into one of these super, like I think they're on the verge of being. I'm well, so I know, but right this is what? what are we doing here? This is the High Hopes podcast. We're supposed to be talking about the 2026 fills and and uh, get me some pictures so we can talk about the minors. We're talking about like let's go on a dynastic run, Jack. But that's where that's where the franchise is right now. I mean, for the next five years, I mean, we we talked about this. I think uh, made three pods ago, but like everyone on their team is everyone on the team is uh, like, at least in the lineup is locked up through 2025. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at, you look at uh, the, the core of this team is pretty much set. So you have the core pretty much set on offense. You have, we'll see what happens. Like it could be extension a week for Aaron Nola. Um, so you have your one and two locked up for the next couple of years. Wheeler, we'll see what happens with him. Um, like it's just, it's so hard not to start dreaming on what they can be. And 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 think about them as one of the future, you know, superpower-ish teams in in the sport. I mean, there's there's only a handful of them, um, but they have everything there to where they can get the job done. And and I don't think Middleton's like speaking out of turn to say like only winning one, mm-hmm. only winning one is is obviously Look, a big yeah, thing. Yeah, let's win the let's win the freaking oh, World Series. Okay, we've won one in our lifetimes. Okay, like yes, it is a big deal, but. But I get your point. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, when he said it, I wasn't like, oh, what the hell? Like, I was like, yeah, like, you're right. And, and again, the 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 thing that, you you know, you could look at this team, but then, yeah, there's other great teams. And Steve Cohen's up there spending money, and the Braves are good, and there's all this stuff. But but you look at this group of guys, and especially what they achieved last year, and the mentality, and the, the two more games thing. Bone brought that up, too. Like, just that there, it really does feel like this group is locked in on a goal. And, and clearly that goal is to win the World Series. And then you worry about past that. But, but as the owner, especially talking about his goals for the franchise, like absolutely he's not speaking out of turn. I mean, he has set some, some very lofty expectations, you know, great teams of all time. But, but he's not. But the point is like the pieces are there. 
the infrastructure for the first time in in you know over a decade is there from a from a baseball operations perspective like we always talk about the infrastructure is there and the guy making that statement is willing to open up his checkbook and keep adding and willing to keep going over taxes and keep spending money to do what it takes to win so yeah like if they keep this formula and this group like they should have a lot of success with these guys you know yeah um and so, so weird like i man it like high hopes is like I, I what i think about with this now is like you know the new listeners whatever and, and if you're a new listener who came on during the run like thank you we love welcome, you man. welcome welcome aboard um but like you know, the, the the old school listeners will know like there is as much as you know it's, it's thrilling and exciting like there is a bit of a, a like a i keep pinching myself when we do these pods being like this doesn't feel like we've never done this before a season. These have never been the high hopes preseason pods we've been doing before. You know, there's been hype and excitement, but it's never been like, yeah, this team could, they could go out and win a few world series over the next couple of years. Like this is crazy, Jack, like step back and, and look at this and be like, you know, I, I'm just, it's, I'm like feeling the feels. I'm in clear about all that. Like it's, I'm really grateful. Like, I'm so <laughs> grateful that we're here right now, man. I feel like we, I feel like we were Andy Dufresne slogging through, you know what, for years with this podcast, just digging through and we have come out the other side and we are raising our arms in the air and it feels amazing. Well, I, it, it's funny because it feels like one of those, we almost got to calm down. You know what I mean? Like in, in, <laughs> no, we're going in, too far in the old high hopes ways. It was like, people told us to calm down. Could it be like, listen, this game, this team could win 90 games, Yeah, you know? And like this guy could break out. This guy could turn into this. And then he's going to, you know, fulfill all of our expectations for, for, you know, we're always looking at the highest possible outcome for whatever player, for whatever team, whatever manager, whatever GM, whatever. Like that's been the, the, the thing about this podcast. And, and and you talk about maybe not not able to handle the moment might be might be us like maybe maybe we can't handle the moment watch him, watch him start like ten and fifteen and we're like just we'll be right back to where we get are. them all out <laughs> um that is gonna be the funny part about the season is that you know it, it's gonna be way less like living and dying yeah. with every single game like I, I I will watch every second. I will care as much as I usually You'll do. But like, feed pretty much after every game, for what it's worth, or a lot of them, you know, regular season games. I mean, uh, weekday games and all that. So. Yeah, but it's but it's um like there, there, there's like now that we 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 got through, we broke through. There's not that same like, oh my god, are they gonna miss the playoffs again? Like, oh my yeah. god, like this is all a disaster because like I for the first time since again the heyday, it's like I trust them. Like I just. I trust I trust the manager, I trust the players, I trust the I trust the GM and and I trust the owner. So you talk about coming a, a long way. Wow. You know, I used to wow. I used to, I used to try to find ways those names like Topper we never didn't trust but like we we didn't think he would ever be the manager of a baseball team. The dude was going to retire after last season and now he's you know an extension and all that. But like for the statements you just made with John Jack Middleton and Dave Dombrowski, you know, We've come a long way. <laughs> come a long way, buddy. Yeah. Um, and I, I again I just you know, when I think about when I think about how a uh, majority of the last couple of years, like they would be in first place or they'd be like over five hundred and like there'd be 
20,000 people in the stadium, you know? And, and now like, I just think they're going to get rewarded for the, for the fruits of uh, what they just went through. So um, it, it's, it's going to be a, a different watching experience, you know, where it's not, wow, the, the, this whole thing's crumbling and it's falling apart. It's a disaster. It's going to be more like, this is what we do now. This is yeah. just, this is just what we do. Like we're, we'll maybe start a little slow. Maybe we won't win the division. But don't let us make the playoffs. Like, yeah, just don't, don't let the Phils make the playoffs. Like, right. like, entering into a cocky era of Phillies baseball is not something that I, I didn't know I'd be able to feel again. But that's, yeah. that's kind of where we're heading into. A cocky and, era of Phillies baseball. And yet again, like Andy Dufresne, this podcast has freaking earned that. All right? You know, we, we have earned the chance to be a little cocky about this team. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you're absolutely right. It is weird having those expectations shift, especially, you know, like we've talked about so many times, but how, you know, in September, I don't know, I'll pick a date, like September 25th, September 27th, like none of us felt this way. None of us felt this way about this team come October 3rd or whatever day it was they clinched in Houston, October 2nd, whatever that was. Like, it's just ever since that moment, like, Everything about how we feel about the Phillies has changed in such a profound and, and powerful and awesome way. And it all feels justified. And, and to your point, look, I don't, I don't think there's, at least in my lifetime, you could maybe say 08 after 07, but like it was a different thing then. I think this might be the most important from a not making the playoffs or whatever perspective, because I'm with you. I think they could start slow and figure it out. They're, they're going to be good. But from a a business of baseball perspective, like a hot start that place is full all year. The place is full, but I'm serious, right? But if they start slow, it'll, it might take them a little time for people. There'll be full games. There'll be some more people. But like if they start hot, if they come out 20 and 10 or 20 and eight or whatever, and they're like rolling, like we could get back to those days, the salad days, the, Hey, I got a ticket to a game night. You want to go? Yes. Let me drop everything I have going on in my life. Cause I have to be at that game. Like, like we're on the verge of that again, man. And that was the freaking best. Yeah. And, and I thought about this a lot. I thought about, um, so I come back from Texas and then they go to New York. Um, and just like game one at, at citizens bank park, you know, when for the first time we get to welcome the national league champions yeah. back on the field and say like, because, you know, they go, they went down to Houston and we never really had the chance to say thank you. You know what Great. I mean? And um, yeah, our so, last moment was marred by Chaz freaking McCormick. You know? know, it's like we were all in shock and we we're all stunned. You're right, dude. Like we didn't. So we were angry, you know. <laughs> so when they take the field and Dan Baker does this and they do the introductions and. I uh, know. And then you couple all of that with, with Turner, you know, oh. making his, making his, uh, his Phillies what debut. What like, he's going to get. Cause it, cause Bryce isn't there too. So it's just like all the energy is going to go into that Turner. Like that first at bat is going to, that place is going to be insane. I know. I know. So like I know, I know. It's calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I, I, I'm I know. You're, you're, I know. It's, it's hard for you. Um, and, and that's why, that's why, the little uh, Walker, it's time to it's time to go. Walker, let's go, pal. We should quickly just officially address that because, um, you know, 
I didn't know that the name was out there for a while. So we were kind of saying baby boy Fritz and all that type of stuff. But apparently it's out there. If you don't yeah, miss the afternoon show, apparently just got out. <laughs> uh, Walker, we got Walker coming, man. Well, Come it's going to be so surreal watching Taiwan Walker and like seeing Walker 99. Yes, and it's going to be really weird. Good point. Well, it is funny. You notice that type of stuff. Like the name pops like Zoe. Whenever I see Zoe anywhere, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like a totally different thing. It'll well, I was watching uh, I was watching the Michigan State game yesterday and their point guard's last name was Walker. And I was like, Walker to the tin. Oh, I love <laughs> I was it. Like, what's going on? Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So the name's out there. Uh, it, it is kind of funny being, you know, a, a washed pitcher. Well, it's uh, hilarious. You, know, you name your kid Walker. You want to like it's, it's freaking hilarious. It's like almost you all knowing you, and I know it wasn't, but knowing you, you're like, is this a bit? Is his actual naming of his kid an actual bit? But no, it's not. Well, it's great. you, you well, know, Texas Ranger, of course. Yeah, it's a bit. We know. I mean, you're basically having the kid just for the bit sake. So, exactly. You know, well, my concept was slowing down. It's soon. <laughs> It's like the, how people have the the baby to save a marriage. You're you're the baby to save the career. Yeah, so. save the content. Yep. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's well, good. listen, uh, our due date is supposed to be in three days. So uh, I know, I know. So, like, so like, yeah. Well, like, unless we got opening day in, in in nine days, like you know, let's let's, like, let's speed let's this up. Especially at least at least let me make the home opener. Like, all I want to do is yeah, make the home opener. Yeah, I'm with you, buddy. We we want you. We need you at the home opener. So. But I will say, watching it with Walker, like, all you want her to do is not be in labor for the home opener. That would be a disaster. But, like, if he's out, at least you can watch it that you, you know, put, holding your boy, watching the opener, you know, that there's something to that, you know? So I, I agree. It'd be better if it, were, if it were a Texas game. Like, come sooner and, and we could do that while they're on the road. I get it. But, like, it could be worse in that case. Well, yeah. Um, but I will say. <laughs> but I'd rather go to the home opener. Still a bit of a me guy. I know. I know. Yeah, you know like, listen. Yeah. You'll experience he'll experience his little oh, yeah. uh when, when the Phillies are coming off their like third straight World Series or whatever, mm. then he could be there. But like, you know, let me let me soak this in, you know. But more about me is what, mm -hmm. is what parenthood <laughs> is, is usually is, about. Oh, yes, that is let me tell you, buddy. It's all about you. It's all and not giving up anything of, your, of yourself or your what you want to do or you know, none of that. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. I'm happy you're heading in with the right expectations for what this yeah. is gonna be. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm so excited, dude. You're gonna be such a great dad. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Well I I really think you're gonna be. I think you're gonna be. I know you know, we'll see. That so. the last, you know, five minutes of conversation shouldn't let anyone, you know, dend that path, but you're gonna be great, buddy. It's gonna yeah, be awesome. Thanks, buddy. Um, all right. So I have to go in a few minutes because I get to go watch the Phillies. Play game. Uh, it's not rubbed in. It's not. How about it? How about it? You were just here. Um, but quickly because I saw a bunch of people, and in true high hopes fashion, I feel like this is the perfect kind of last Phillies thing to get into before a quick take bag. Because again, gotta go. Um, but just quickly because I've seen a bunch of people talk about it in the chat, and thank you to everyone showing up. You know, a lot of awesome people. I see Scott. I see Buddy Rocott. I see a bunch of you know, great people. Our buddy Dave, UK Phillies TV, in there. Um, but um, quickly. The one real Phillies topic outside the macro stuff. The five-man bench. Who's making it, buddy? Look, if I think, like, obviously we all know that, that Stubbs is on the roster, that Sosa's on the roster. Those, those are locks. I think uh, Derek Hall at this point looks like a lock. I think Jake Cave, the way he's, I mean, what, he's back 500 or something. Like, I think he's a lock. I think that last spot comes down to Harrison, Kingery, maybe Clemens. I don't think Clemens gets it. I think it's going to be Harrison. Oh, or Guthrie, excuse me, or Guthrie. Um, what do you think? Where are you going with this last spot? 
So I'm not going Scott Kingery. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I know I know it's intoxicating. I know people are like, oh, Scotty everyone wants it. it. Dude, we got three calls about it. Like, everyone wants it. It's it's why why it's can't, why are people so kingery up? I, I, I guess I guess because people just just haven't given up on it's the hard idea to let go. He, you should know it, about this. Are you kidding me, Mr. Hang on to a take? Like, I think it's a take thing, you know? People don't want to be wrong. Dustin Bedroy with more talent. People are are still holding on to that one. Um, like I just, it just wouldn't like for me. It just doesn't make sense. Like go down to AAA and and hit for a little bit before it's like, oh, we got we got to get Scotty Jetpacks back on the roster. Um, and you know, I'm not moving off Josh Harrison at this point. Like, I, I he's he's a veteran. He's been around. He's a good clubhouse guy. This is the second time they brought him in. The first time they cut him, which I don't think he's expecting. They gave him two million dollars. You know, like uh, I'm gonna give Josh Harrison every not every shot, like he's not going to play every day, but like, I'm going to give Josh Harrison a shot before I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm not, my evaluation is wrong. Um, so I'm going, uh, yeah, I'm going Harrison Sosa cave hall stubs. That's yeah, my, uh, uh, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely locked in for me as well. Now Dalton Guthrie turned out that, uh, I didn't know this, but he's Jewish. So I'm fully on team Dalton Guthrie now. So if he makes the roster, I'll be very happy about it. I no idea. Dalton Guthrie's Jewish. He's a gamer. coming. Dalton Guthrie, that is about as not Jewish a name as you will often hear, but 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 happy to have him on board. Um, but I'm right there with you. Look, we made this mistake with Josh Harrison once, right? Like we made the mistake. We brought him in. We were like, ah, money, whatever. Let's get rid of him. He was a valuable player for another. I mean, in his role, a valuable player for not Washington. Like he he made a difference there. Like just keep Josh Harrison here. The dude's proven that he can handle this role. He can play all over the diamond for you. Like. It just, uh, I think he just gives you more versatility. And again, that kind of veteran presence off the bench. I, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. I, I, so here's my, here's my final, not my final. This is my last, this is my roster projection as of today. Uh, Real Muto, Hoskins, Stott, Turner, Bohm, Schwarber, Marsh, Cast, uh, Wheeler, Nola, Ranger. You're going Walker. full 26. This is great. Yeah. Good job. I, I did this in the first. I appreciate you, buddy. It's good Real work. Real top of my head, too. So, obviously, yeah. Harper's going to miss time. He's going to be on the I.L. So, yes. factoring that in. Uh, yep. Painter should be on the I.L., I would think. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah, Real he'll, have to, he'll do minor league starts to ramp back yeah. up anyway, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, Real Muto, Hoskins, Stott, Turner, Bohm, Schwarber, Marsh, Cast, Wheeler, Nola, Ranger, Walker, Falter, uh, Harrison, Sosa, Cave, Halls, Stubbs, and then bullpen of Alvarado, Soto, Sir Anthony, Kimbrell, Strom, Brogdon, Junior Marte. Wow, I'm, you're doing it. I'm like a Junior Marte jersey. I'm sorry. I might. He's my favorite so, film. So for for the listeners who might not be up on every single one of those last guys, like the Junior Marte slot, like who else could it be? If it's not Junior uh, Marte, who is it Drew Baker? Is it who like who are the guys who you think are in for that spot? Not well, you know, it's Pilati. It's Pilati. Pilati, of it, course. Yes. It's Nick Nelson. It's it's um, no, Nick Baker. Nelson's still dealing with the hamstring thing, right? Oh, so that'll right, probably right. hinder. That's him a big there. loss. I might affect my uh, my win. Everyone was really <laughs> bummed when that happened. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the like, well, I, how does Bellotti not make the roster though? I mean, that dude was that pitched big innings for you and was good. Because and I know, look, these guys are gonna psych up and down. It's all about options and all that stuff. But I don't know. I, I'd be surprised if Bellotti doesn't make the roster. Too good. How about that? You know. That's my answer. Too like good. It. I'm a big fan of, of, of J's as ya sounds in general. You and your Martha. Like if you people want to call me Yames, I'm totally fine with that. I think it but, sounds but great. Jimmy's where you draw the line, right? Yimmy. You can call me Yimmy. 
no, Jimmy's okay. Jamie is where I draw the line. Shut it down. I just am not a Jamie. I've never been a Jamie. Can't do it. I, right. That's when I actually get mad. Like people can call me Jamie. Remember? Yeah, I get mad when people call me. All right. Now, listen, great. Now, well, like, listen. how many high ups people are gonna come up to a game? Like, hey, Jamie. I'm like, God darn it! Why did I say that? Okay. Yes. Listen, Jamie, you can go to the game soon. <laughs> and... Thanks, buddy. I have to. Yeah, I got Richie and the camera waiting on me. Yo and Jan, or you might say, yeah, yep, Jan Janssen. Yeah, um, sure. but yeah, that's just they're too good. I don't want to tell you. What, 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 a, what a pod! What a pod! What a pod we just did there. What's the in the? Uh, there's no point yeah. to even talking about it until opening day because they're just that's like, right. hey. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's great. It is wild, I will say. And again, I, I feel it. You're right there with me. It is like we're going into a season where like, and, and he might come back soon, earlier and all that stuff. But like Bryce Harper is theoretically out for half the season. And we were more excited. <laughs> like we're like, they're fine. They're gonna do great. It's just like wild that the, the MVP of the league two years ago is out for half the season. It's like literally no big deal. It's, it's, not, it's not a big deal. It's not I know. I'm saying it's literally no big deal. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right, you got anything it... else in the take bag? Uh, I think it's interesting they're stretching match drama out. Uh, so that, that came out the other day. Obviously, so, a starter prior. So with him being stretched out, obviously, yeah, he's been a <laughs> kind of a bad starter before. But Yeah, well, he only became good when they started relief pitching. Yes, exactly. It seems like this is a uh, this is going to be a, a, a piggyback with him and Ranger, I think, to begin the season. Which so then Ranger sense. will start giving like three innings, and then Strom can get you through four, five, six, and then you know hand over the bullpen in, a, in an ideal world. Um, so I don't think it means Matt Strom's going to be in the rotation, but I do think it means like a Ranger, him, piggyback, you know, maybe falter is the same kind of thing. Um, but if Nick Nelson's not going to make the roster, they need someone who is a long to, man. Yeah, no doubt to be a long man. So um, they didn't sign him to be a long man. Like they gave, they gave right. Matt real yeah. money to be a reliever, uh, to be a, a situational lefty, essentially. Yes. yes. But they did, they did trade for Soto, which wasn't also a plan. Yeah. Uh, so and like look, they, Strom has done it before. And also a lot of those numbers with the starts, it's, you know, the second, third time through the lineup. If you're hoping he can kind of get one clean time through the lineup, like that's, that's not that much to ask of some, someone who's done stuff like that before. Yep. Um, I thought Billy Foster looked really good in his last start. I, I, I continue to believe in him. Like I, I know people like are, are scarred by the 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 but NLCS. It was, it was one. It was two out. It was one. It was, didn't even get through an inning. And we all and again also had not pitched in like a month or whatever it felt like. You know, a few weeks before that, we all loved him going in. We were talking about him being one of like the three or four pitchers on the team we trusted the most. Jack, keep pounding this drum, buddy. Saved the season last year. Um, but I thought what he did the other day, you know, he, he, so I think he, when he first came up, fell in love with this fastball too much and, and major league hitters are eventually going to figure it out. I thought he did a good job on, on Sunday. And I think going forward of mixing in the slider curveball, and we'll see what the changeup happens. Um, so I just think he's going to be, uh, um, harder, harder to hit and it should be NOLA contract week. I don't think they want to head into the season with this whole, uh, extension thing looming over his head. I, I think they want to get it done. So, um, hopefully it's not the contract. Week. Yeah. Look, and if you do want to resign him, I'm saying from the Phillies perspective, which, you know, of course they, they should want to, especially without durable and how consistent he's been over his career. But if you want to, it is, it is imperative might not be, it might be a little too strong a word, but it is, it is important to do it before free agency because the market like he will he will get more money in the market than he will here flat out yes so and uh try turner is a phil Trey turner is a phil and and an american hero jack you know that's that's it, what Trey turner is 
I know you weren't watching live, but that that Venezuela uh, USA game was one of the yeah. Best so I watched the last. Uh, wait, the what? One of the ten best baseball games I've seen. Wow, in my life. Uh, I watched the last. So when you texted me, you were like, "You have to turn it on." I did. So in the last inning half was super compelling, and like the uh, you obviously the 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 vibe and the the thing I'll say. And again, it's mostly been the fact that I've been going to bed at seven o'clock every night that has kept me from watching more than anything. My new schedule. Um, but I will say like the, and I watched a little bit of the last night game when I came back to the hotel after we went out to, to get some food and stuff like the energy is real. Like it is, it is, it is real. And the players truly care. So when they're caring, like it's hard not to care. You're watching. I'll, I'll give you that. And Edward Diaz got hurt, which, <laughs> you know, which, which stinks. It stinks. <laughs> it does, but you know. Helps the fills. Helps the fills. <laughs> oh, buddy. It stinks. It stinks. No, it's, it's, it's bad for baseball, and it's a shame, especially to the point of, like, if people are starting it in the WBC like you are and baseball fans are, like, it's, you know, those those injuries and stuff like that are the kind of thing that people are going to bring up and be like, don't send your players, don't do this. And it just creates, a, instead of what seemed like a, a fully positive, exciting response to WBC this year, it's like one of those things where people will point to and have a negative response. And that's a shame. And Altuve got hurt, but that was also on a fastball up and in. So you know that could happen. And again, like yeah, they all could, right? I mean, uh, who Gavin Lux, right? I mean, we all talk yep. about the the Gavin Lux tore his ACL in a spring training game. Like it happens, you know. Yep. All yep. right. So you got any? It's been final. Fun. You got any final thoughts, Fritzy? Uh, my final thought is there will be shirts. There will oh, be shirts. Yes. Be a little uh freshened up, we'll say. There will be shirts. There will be shirts. That's a perfect final thought. I got nothing else uh, to add other than enjoy the ball game, buddy. Please play baseball, baby. Yes, enjoy the ball game. So if you are actually in uh in Clearwater watching, come say hi. Um, otherwise, we'll be back next week or later this week or whenever it is. So uh obviously Nola contract could influence that all as well. So um, you go do your job, I'll go watch some baseball. I think I'm winning this one. Seems like a fair trade. Yeah, it'll be good. And uh, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We love you guys. Everyone who tuned in for the uh, chat, we have just a blast, and uh, it means a lot. And uh, we'll be back soon. Until then, let's go to Seltzer.